Well, hey there. Welcome to the People Gardener podcast. I'm Rhonda Delaney, your host, also known as the People Gardener. Thrilled to put this podcast together to help small business owners, new business owners, frustrated business owners, and aspiring leaders, whether they're inside business or outside. Each week, we bring you some actionable steps so that you can actually improve your skill as a leader. That's what we're about. We're here to help you become a better leader by giving you access to lots of different perspectives. The guests are varied. We're thrilled to have them. Get out your pen, get out your paper, and be ready to learn. Every single episode, you're going to be able to take something away that you can implement. Are you ready? Let's get to work. Happy to have you here today. As I was getting ready for this podcast, it was kind of like my opening few words. It sounds like this big, huge drama (laughs) because it's enough. I'm done, said Perseverance. Never. Sounds like some theater show. So persistence basically is that in spite of difficulty or delay in success or in spite of obstacles that may come your way, you continue on. You say, so what? I'm going to keep working at this. When you're interacting with people, you know what your goal is. And you have to tweak and massage your messaging until it resonates. And then change can happen with your team member, with your boss, with somebody in management. When you get resistance, it doesn't mean that you failed. When you get resistance, it doesn't mean that you need to stop. What it can mean is simply, hmm, I need to change how I'm approaching this in order that I can still move forward and can still achieve that goal that I've set for myself. Not giving up. That's perseverance. Understanding that it takes dedication. It takes focus. It takes patience. I think patience is probably the biggest key to perseverance. I know for myself, I'm not an overly patient person. So it's something that I have to work really hard at having. It doesn't always work. There's times when it's my impatience that holds me from persevering. In this episode, I'm going to share three different stories. And hopefully those stories uh, will resonate with you. They're moments of perseverance that I have had in my own life, memorable ones to me. One is when I was 17 years old. The other was as a sales manager. And the more recent one is when I left corporate and launched into this new business of helping new and emerging leaders become phenomenal uh, leaders. So I grew up in Richmond, uh, British Columbia. So I was a city gal. And the year that I graduated from high school, mom and dad moved the whole family out into the country. I don't know, I think we were on about 10 acres or so. And just to give you a bit of a backstory, I come from a family of four girls. 
my dad is the greatest and most vocal woman's liber that there is out there. And his philosophy was simple. Whatever had to be done, whether it was in the house or outside, we were more than capable of doing it. And so we were up on the roof, reshingling. We were digging fence posts. We were working on the backhoe. We were working the tractor, digging the trenches, just all of those kinds of things. And one summer, our job was drainage ditches. And so we had dug the ditches with the backhoe and then partially filled each of the trenches with gravel and we laid the perforated big O and then it all needed to be backfilled. Well, dad had asked me to do that and we had this little um, H3 crawler cat. I loved this machine. I loved working on this machine because it was smaller and it was just pretty maneuverable and it was fun. So anyway, dad kind of showed me what it was that I needed to do. And the last thing that he said to me before he left to go back in the house and leave me to this job was make sure that the tracks are perpendicular, not parallel to the drainage ditch. He said, if you don't, you are going to have problems. So I'm doing my thing and yeah, Oops, I got parallel. What happened when I did that is it threw a track. So I shut it all down and I go to dad and say, okay, well, this is what I've done. You need to come and fix it. And his reply was, uh, well, no, you need to fix it. He came and he showed me what I would need to do with this great big, huge, long steel bar. I basically had to push and pull and push and pull until I got the track back on. I spent all afternoon getting this track back on. I thought I was going to die. Yes, a bit of 17-year-old drama moment. I wasn't. But I thought I was going to die under this blade. So I went and got a piece of wood and put it under the blade of the tractor because I was worried it was going to fall on me. I mean, I'm half underneath this steel contraption, right? And I remember feeling so frustrated. This is so unfair. Why isn't dad out here helping me? Why is he making me do this all on my own? And I just continued. I knew that I needed to get this track back on in order to finish the job that I'd been asked to do. And I did get it back on. And the sense of accomplishment, it was amazing. And it was really neat feeling and there's, there's no question. There's, there's pride in being able to tell this story, that I stuck with it, that I persevered. And I was able to finish the task. I was able to reach the end goal. When you're managing people, when you're leading people, you need to understand what your end goal is. Where it is that you want to get to. And here's the kicker. You need to be flexible in how you get there. What path gets you there? As you're dealing with humans, they are all different. They're so wonderfully different. They're all unique. And how you help someone to do what you've asked them to do is going to be unique as well. You may come up with multiple ways of presenting the same information before it resonates with them, before they get it before they have the, okay, I know where I'm going now and this is how I can get there, you're going to have times where you're frustrated. There's no question that you're going to be frustrated. 
You just need to simply breathe. Be patient. You need to ask what it is that they need. You need to find out how you need to present information so that they can learn and so that they can move forward. You're dealing with people. You're dealing with systems. There's a lot of perseverance that needs to go into working with the systems and the processes if you're trying to make change, if you're trying to improve something. Sometimes we're talking multiple requests. It could be multiple years that you're having to persist and persevere in asking the question, presenting the information. When I was in corporate, I was responsible for the sales department. And each year, I would have them do a review, a year-end report. And what I wanted from them was everything they loved and everything that they hated. What worked, what didn't, suggestions, you know, that kind of thing. And I can remember multiple years, it was the same thing on the report because there was something down the line that made it impossible to make the change in the sales department. At this time, and and it could be two years, it could be three years. And it's like, awesome. Now we can do it because whatever had been holding it back had been eliminated. And now we can move forward. So if you're not able to help somebody move and grow and expand the first time you present something, the first time you move forward with something, don't give up. Ask the question. Find out whether or not it is how you're presenting the information. Maybe it's the goal. They don't see it. So you're needing to give them more information to help them move forward and you know get where it is you want them to go. And it's the same that you've got people that will resist. They'll put up walls. It's okay. Don't get angry. Don't get frustrated. Don't get derailed. Just look at it and say, okay, I presented it this way. Now I'm going to try this. And you keep working at it and you keep focusing on it. You will get results eventually. Patience is such an important thing and it is vital to persistence. You know, during this whole journey of mine after corporate, I had just a great example of it taking numerous times for people to be able to hear the message. I was part of a a very small accountability group for um, this online course creators group. There were nine of us and we met religiously every Tuesday morning and we were on a Zoom call and we helped each other. When we were struggling, when we had issues, we'd talk about them, we'd get multiple perspectives and, you know, come to some conclusion. And more often than not, there was breakthrough at the end of that call. And on one of the calls, we talk about our wins and our challenges and ask for help, right? So I was talking one morning and explaining to them who it was that was one of my ideal students. And I was talking away and I was getting animated because it was on a Zoom, right? I could use my hands and they saw them and the facial expressions and all the rest of it. And I don't know if it was all of them, but it was a good chunk of them. They're all staring at me with these blank faces and they go, oh. I didn't know that's who your student was. I didn't know that that's what your online course was about. And yet 
I know that I'd been talking about this. I know that I had been sharing this course, my online course, you can find it on my, on my website. It's for those frustrated new managers, new leaders that are not being supported in the companies that they work in. They've been moved into these roles and they don't even know where to start. They just know that they need help and they're pissed because they're not getting training. They're not getting the information that they need. They're used to being at the top of the class and they're feeling like they're drowning. And yet I had been saying this. I know that I've been saying this probably for at least eight months. It takes multiple times for people to hear and understand what it is you're trying to accomplish and what it is that you want them to do. It takes multiple times of saying it for you to come up with the right words and the right phrasing so that they do understand it. It's really important that you continue, that you persist, that you persevere, that you continue to find ways to say what you need to say. Maybe change how you say it. Perseverance is a learned trait. Yes, it's a trait that is incredibly valuable. And you know, not just at work, but at home as well. Perseverance, you definitely want to work on it. Take time, be patient, present information in different ways and figure out how you can get that forward momentum that you need. Whether it's a person, a process, a procedure, whether it's somebody in upper management, or it might even be your own boss. Don't be discouraged if something doesn't get movement the first time you push it out there. Just keep pushing it out there. You might have to tweak a few things, but keep going. If you feel convicted and really strongly that it needs to happen or it should happen, then go ahead. Keep pushing. Be patient. Be persistent. And absolutely build your perseverance muscle. That's it for this week. We'll chat with you again next week. Well now, wasn't that informative? Thanks so much for listening to the People Gardener podcast. Please feel free to follow me on Instagram at the People Gardener and also on LinkedIn. It's Rhonda Delaney on LinkedIn. If you haven't already downloaded my 25 ways to be interested, the core foundational element of leadership, go to rondadelaney.com forward slash workbook. It's a workbook and a challenge. Thanks so much again for listening. We'll see you again next week.